0: So it was a really busy week in tech. Um, hadn't, hadn't noticed. <laughs> all right, let's 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 start from the top. Um, my name is Emil Berlinski. I was the executive editor at VentureBeat. Now I write newsletters. One is a monthly one about... It's called Phi to and it's about bringing science fiction to life. So all the cutting-edge stuff that's happening in the world. And... The weekly one is called Big Tech News, where I try to cover what Big Tech did this week um, and some other just big tech news that's lowercase. I have some thoughts. I've pinned a tweet about the latest newsletter. I have some thoughts on, you know, what the biggest headlines were. Um, But right off the bat, what stood out to you, Ken, if you you could pick one thing? (laughs) Because there was a lot. Oh man uh,
1: well, I think the there's a couple of big items really in, in terms of like what defined this week uh there were some that were in your newsletter to kind of span multiple weeks, but specifically what the big item is is amazon amazon going uh making their second biggest purchase uh ever uh and buying uh m g m studios not m g m resorts m g m studios uh, so they have this huge catalog of of movies and, and TV shows now that could be part of uh, Prime Video and the like. Um, also, Jeff Bezos, I believe this week he also uh, it was announced that he would officially step down as CEO on in July to go off and seek out ten billion dollars from from Congress to go land uh, a vehicle on the moon. Um, and also this week, in terms of developer news, developers, developers, developers was Microsoft Build, which I know, Emil, you look forward to every single
0: year. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good, <laughs> that's a good start. Um, but we should have you introduce yourself.
1: Oh, introductions are so passe, Emil. They're they're so pre-pandemic. But uh, if, if we must, we must. Um, Hi everybody out there in in the Twitter spaces world, Uh, nice to see you all. I am Ken Young, I am currently the uh, technology editor at Flipboard, so looking at everything that's happening in the world of tech, uh, whether it's crypto, uh, to social media, to big tech, to podcasts, uh, cybersecurity, and like that's all within my, my wheelhouse. Uh, prior to that, um, I had the uh, distinction of, of working with Emile at The Next Web and working for Emil at VentureBeat. Um, I think we, there was that overlap, right, Emil? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and I'm also a blogger on the side, a photographer on the side, and recently launched a new show with uh, my friend, Greg Narain, called The Created Economy, where we're focusing entirely about the creator economy. So uh, go to createdeconomy.com
0: and you can learn more. Perfect. All right. So let's jump in. So the I yeah, I definitely think Amazon had the biggest headlines this week. Um, definitely buying MGM Studios is a big deal. Um, not because it was unexpected, right? The, technically, the, the, the news broke last week. Um, I think the information broke the story that they, they were looking at it. Um, I'd say the price point's pretty high. Uh, apparently, Amazon beat out Apple and Sony, who were also both interested. Uh, to be clear, MGM Studios has been you know trying to shop itself around for a while. Um, but apparently, Apple and Sony were particularly interested at this point in time. Um, so $8.45 billion is a lot. Like you said, if if, right, if if this goes through, it will be Amazon's second largest acquisition to date uh, after Whole Foods for thirteen point seven billion in twenty seventeen. Um, but like it's 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 big, but it's it's not that big if you compare it to, for example, uh, Amazon's spending a billion dollars per year. Or yeah, they signed a deal with the NFL for a billion dollars per year to have Thursday Night Football. Um, so they're clearly full. Happy to spend on content, Um,
1: and you could you could which is which is basically what they need, right? I mean, you're right. You you mentioned uh, Thursday Night Football; they're they have that locked in on for for a few years uh, as an an exclusive deal. And this is, I mean, they're spend they're putting they're basically uh, spend you know have a blank check to to spend a a whole lot on this. Like they just got in uh, with MGM Studios; they have not only just the current catalog but future movies as well, including uh the James Bond films, assuming that the uh, uh Broccoli family uh signs off on allowing it to skip the, the big screen. Uh but you look at Amazon's uh history in the past that there was that they've actually had movies, they've bought movies that have gone on to win awards. Um, I, what was it? The Casey Affleck movie. Uh, that won uh, a big during uh, in the Academy Awards a few years back. Um, uh, but you know they're they were spending hundreds of millions of dollars on the new Lord of the Rings. Uh, prequel. Uh, no, no, sorry. Yeah, the Lord of the Rings. Uh, um, spinoff, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so so they're they're willing to put a lot of uh effort into this, and and realistically, it's like how many. How much does uh, you know? Does AWS need to do to to bring in to offset everything? Right, AWS is basically their cash cow. Um, so it's like I know you had uh, Jordan Yvette on last week. So it'd be kind of curious, like because I know he you, we all know he's he's all about the cloud. Uh, so it's like how many AWS? How much more does AWS need to to bring in in order to really offset uh, the the eight billion dollar not nearly nine billion dollar purchase of of MGM Studios? Uh, But, of course, it's like there's this is the deal has been made, but the deal is not done. And uh, Senator Amy Klobuchar from from Minnesota has already come out and said that she wants uh, an investigation uh, and she wants some uh, some regulators to take a close look at this. So who knows? I mean, it'll likely go through, but there will probably have to be some concessions, you know, how how these antitrust type of things go. And of course, we know this week, again, with Amazon News. Amazon is now facing an antitrust case from the Washington D.C. attorney, uh, attorney general uh, over prices over the their, their, the rising prices that they have they set for their for their marketplace. So Amazon's got a, is kind of like all over the place here, uh, but it'll be interesting to see uh, where it goes
0: from from here. Yeah, like I I, I find it fascinating because on the one hand they clearly spent a lot and they spent more than one would have expected. But, on the other hand, there aren't many you know media studios this is you know some people call it a movie studio, but obviously they also do t v shows um There aren't many to buy, right many of these studios are already have their own service streaming service um I think only Sony is the technically left that doesn't have its own uh real streaming service so like aside from all the playstation stuff um so it's, it's, it's certainly worth it. in from that regard, right. If you need content and you, you would rather, it's it's not even content, right. It's IP. That's what they are really buying here. Um, it, yeah, if they yeah. want to pull off what essentially Disney has done with, let's say star Wars where they're just using the IP and, and having a new show every, every other month. Um, it's, it's worth, frankly, whatever they're willing to pay. The question is, why is it worth so much to Amazon? Right. Because, um, I, I my my basic argument is that Amazon is not looking to make Prime Video, you know, the number one service. Unlike the the various studios that have to kind of win over subscribers from other services, um Prime Video like that's not its purpose its purpose is really to just keep uh Prime members engaged, right? And make sure that they don't if they for whatever reason decide to not go shopping for the next little while they'll stay subscribed um because they have prime video right like that that i think is its purpose of course if, if it also attracts users to subscribe in general that's icing on the cake but i don't think it's primary services to actually get people to subscribe to prime video explicitly um that's why you they know, never it'll, break it'll, it out right
1: yeah i think i think in a, in a way i think that, let's not forget that there's been rumors prior to mgm studios that Amazon was was in talks with a couple of other, uh, not only just theater chains, but also studios as well, like AMC. There was some report way, uh, a few weeks back that's like, hey, they were, they were looking. At, Amazon's looking to buy AMC, and you know that sent AMC stock, uh, you know, up. And then nothing came about it, and now we're like, oh, MGM is is is, is in talks to get acquired by Amazon. Okay, now it's getting closer, closer. Boom. uh, nearly nine billion dollars holy crap that's that's amazing but to your point you're right it's like here's here's where i see uh, you know the the it all going down is like they're probably amazon's probably going to let mgm run very similar to how they did with whole foods right there's there's going to be integration between mgm studios and amazon clearly right you're but the but the the movies will probably hit the big screen because that's they're still going to make money and uh, you know, for MGM to go, MGM studios to to have some re- positive return on uh, for Amazon is like you might as well throw that out there, right? And so once we're all back to normal, theoretically, and and once the pandemic is officially over, and we're all out actually going back into theaters and having popcorn and all this other stuff, we can we're going to start to see you know the next Rocky movie, the next uh, James Bond, the next whatever in on the big screen, but also the net, but then afterwards it, it when it, the first run will probably hit Amazon prime, or you're going to have to see, you know, those, the traditional straight to DVD type of model. It will go, Hey, we're now it'll go straight to Amazon prime. So there will be those exclusives there. Uh, so, so it's a, it's a multi- multiple approach that I believe Amazon could be doing uh, to get that to, to, to entice people. And you're right, it's like, look, you're going to, it's it's just that additional thing. It's like, hey, you're going to have that subscription to to Amazon Prime. It's just an additional benefit, and if you don't buy anything, who, like Amazon doesn't care. They they got your money through that subscription anyways. The whatever whatever that hundred plus uh, Prime subscription breaks down to by month, right? Yeah. Uh, so so it's it, like Amazon is going to win either way, and it's almost like. Here's, but here's the thing: it's what you what you said earlier, Emil, is that everybody, all these companies have a streaming service. There's all these plus services out there now. Disney Plus, uh, you know paramount plus apple plus apple tv plus like all these anything with a plus right (laughs) exactly so so amazon amazon doesn't really have that per se yeah they have amazon prime video but now they kind of have this mgm studios so theoretically could we start seeing an mgm plus amazon prime video plus like apv plus i don't know it's like how many how many letters before this narrative breaks right Uh so so who knows where this could lead and and you 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 see uh, uh, the popularity of the Amazon Fire TV Stick and and every you know and everything like that. You very well could you know see a lot more of this type of inter- uh, seamless integration in terms of entertainment and and Amazon. So if you happen to be watching like whatever show from uh, from MGM Studios on on Amazon Prime Video, maybe it'll ping you on on the Amazon apps like Hey, you watched whatever here, you, you know, you might be interested in this and this book and this merchandise or blah, blah, blah. It's like
0: this cohesive type of merchandise thing. Yeah, I mean I don't know if that's actually going to happen. Wishful thing. Well, I mean, that's the interesting stuff here, right? Like, obviously they're going to put this content into Prime Video. Obviously they're going to, uh, well, presumably they're going to keep whatever, you know, goes to theater, they're going to keep doing that. Um, although I'm wondering if they do things that will shake things up a little bit more, right? Not too different than um, I mean, the studio's eluding me right now, but um, you know, how HBO decided to, to go direct to HBO max um, for certain movies uh, only for, Oh, you mean Warner media? Yeah. Warner media just for this year. Um, we'll see what happens yeah. going forward. Like, are they going to do something like that? Or are they going to do something where, you know, you get to watch as a prime video member, you get to go watch in theater first, right? You, you get to buy tickets a week early or something like that. Um, or do you get well, to watch it on prime video before it's even in theater? Like, are they going to push things in that direction or are they going to do things to your point, like around, you know, you're watching a show, uh, here's all the the products on that show that you can buy yourself and it's easy. You know, you can just buy it on Amazon. and They'll send you a notification or an email or whatever, what have you, or it'll just surface while you watch.
1: I mean, I think that's, uh, I mean, I, you you can always think about in terms of like how are they going to av- monetize based off of what you know what you've been watching or what you've been reading or what you've been playing blah 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 right it's like how you know amazon's own twitch for 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 a few years i mean are you necessarily surfaced uh on in in your amazon marketplace hey we saw you were watching um fortnite uh on twitch you might be interested in this, right. I, in terms of the, like those type of recommendations, like there's no discounting that Amazon's recommendation is super powerful to be able to do that. And it's like, there's this whole ecosystem that Amazon has at its disposal um, within, within its own ecosystem, not tapping into whatever you got with AWS. Uh, but uh, to your point about whether or not Amazon will Go straight to you know have the, the exclusivities. I the, the the movie theaters are from what I what I've read it, are still a big money driver, yeah, right? a big revenue generator. So so it, even if we're like oh like it, Warner Media is skipping theaters, like thank God now I can actually watch it on my TV here. I don't want to pay like the twenty bucks to go to the theater and so blah blah blah. I just want to be able to watch it my in, in my own privacy in my own home. But for studios, like they have to do this. Like, think about when, when Universal skipped, uh, launched, uh, or released the Trolls movie, and they skipped the theater. They skipped it entirely, and they went straight to, to I, I think I don't remember what the what the service was. I think they just went to, like pay per view or something like that. Like they got into such an uproar and a tip, and and, and, and a, with AMC, right? AMC is like, oh, we're gonna boycott the universe, and that's a big blow to a movie theater. Right. to it's a movie studio, right? To as a major, because movie theaters are major distributions for, you know, and, and then they can, that's where movie uh, studios can recoup their money and make X number times over compared to watching it on, on TV. And you see like the movies like, Oh, we're launching this on premiere for like 30 bucks and blah, blah, blah. It's like you can watch a, a, a like Cruella for Disney plus is about to come out. It's going to be on prem, uh, available as a premiere pack you know, t- ticket. I mean, you could pay like 30 bucks, but then how much is Disney actually going to recoup from that compared to it had Cruella uh, made it onto the big screen first, right? There's that, it's, There's a lot of money riding on that first run uh, uh, portion if you go into onto the big screen.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that's why this is such a significant announcement, right? Like it's easy to just see it. Okay. Amazon bought a movie studio, big deal. But the it's very emblematic, essentially, of what's happening. Right, the the, the overlap between tech and "quote unquote" media, uh, like movie studios, movies, and TV shows. Like, what started with Netflix is only accelerating further. And part of that is because of the pandemic, but part of it is because you know Netflix essentially turned the business up on its head, and it's it's not like that transformation is not over. It's it's only it's only beginning, if you will. Anyway, um, you, you mentioned a few other things for Amazon, right? They, they Yeah, like you said, Andy Jassy will become CEO on the 5th. I may, I don't think there's anything really much to add there other than, you know, like we have the date now. Uh, I just made a comment in my newsletter saying, like, we should be both excited and scared because Bezos <laughs> will be executive chairman. And not because of that title, we should be scared, essentially and excited, depending on your point of view. Uh, because he's going to have a lot more time on his hands, um, which many of, of course, have speculated that that's going to, a lot of that time is going to go into crazy new ventures at Amazon, but mainly really Blue Origin and space. Um,
1: well, you yeah, think of it, think of it like what um, Larry and Sergey, you know, once they, once they stepped away and, and handed Reigns over to, to Sundar Pichai, right? And I think at one point, I think with Sergey, it's like, oh, we're going to do all these moonshot type of blah, 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 and everything like that. And eventually it kind of, went, you know, they've kind of faded out of, uh, out of uh, uh, moved away from the limelight. Uh, and uh, though they're still around and I'm sure they have, and they're ma- obviously major uh, uh, stockholders of the company, but I think it's, it's, it's rather surreal, right? On, on one hand, you're like, oh, okay. July 5th. Okay. So we have like a little bit more than a month before uh, we have a new CEO. Normally, it's like, oh, new CEO. Oh, that's kind of cool. All right, whatever. No big deal. But this is this is Jeff Bezos, right? This is the guy that, not, that founded the company and after 20 plus years is now going away. He's the world's richest man. And he's like, I'm going to go and do my own thing and go into space and blah, blah, blah. It's like, great. Now you're off in a battle with Elon. You own the Washington Post uh you still own a heck of a lot from of, of Amazon. You have your foundation, you're off to go save the world from with climate change, uh from climate change. So yeah, you know, have at it, right? Uh but and then now you have Andy Jassy who's like and so there's a there's a there's a sense of nervousness in a, in a way, at least for me. And looking at it, and obviously, uh, people that are a uh, lot more uh, that are more keen observers of of Amazon will, will can can view this differently. Um, but you look at it's like Andy Jassy's been been a faithful lieutenant for for uh, Bezos for for many years. He's he runs AWS again, one of the mo- better most successful revenue generation uh, business units of, of Amazon. So now he's taken over, and it's like basically redefining the 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 company in itself like when basis started it it was a books you know it was an online bookstore right and now it then became a marketplace and then aws is kind of like hey we're kind of like your 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 offspring but then they kind of became sort of equal but then there's always still like there the aws is kind of still under the shadow of the marketplace and now Andy take taken over and now, and it's becoming this whole, and now it's becoming this cloud company. It's officially becoming this cloud company, right? At least in my opinion, it's officially becoming this cloud company. And it's, you look at what's, when, when Satya took over from, from Balmer, who took over from, from Gates, right? And, and Balmer kind of kept it going. This, this old status quo to what Gates was doing, I, I, I'd imagine, right? And he was doing more like developer type of things. And then uh, Satya comes in and then totally changes the way uh, it transforms at Microsoft. So this, I kind of see this, The, the I, I, my anticipation is that NGIC will transform Amazon in a, in a manner similar to what Satya did for Microsoft. Yeah. Um, although, I, although Amazon's not, in a better, not, not that bad of a shape as-, as Yeah, like I Microsoft guess the, the
0: difference, if we can compare the, the times of the companies, is that um, Amazon is kind of in its prime, <laughs> no pun intended, Whereas Microsoft, Microsoft ah, was funny. struggling uh, at the at the time of transition from Ballmer um, to Nadella, um, and, and which really you know brings us back to the to, to, to the point you made about antitrust, right? Like that's the other thing this week. Uh, yeah. The D.C. Attorney General Carl I don't know how to say his last name Carl Rason, um sued Amazon, and you know we this has been coming, and it's this is not the only, this is not the first, this is not the last. There's a ton of antitrust scrutiny for amazon um his specific case is about whether amazon um essentially uh, re- ends up raising prices on consumers and suppressing innovation uh which you know <laughs> like Amazon will of course tell you that it has the lowest prices, and that's that um I think that the question that the court has to figure out is is Amazon abusing its monopoly when it forces basically third party sellers to um set a specific price on Amazon or whatever, let's say the lowest, but then doesn't let them undercut that price elsewhere. So Amazon, of course, charges fees to third-party sellers, and those fees are increasing, which is obviously helping Amazon's bottom line. You look at the numbers, they've been increasing that steadily, that that, um, cut that they take. Um, But you can't, those third-party sellers can't sell those products, uh, their own products, even on their own website, according to the agreements. Um, Amazon will say that's that's fine because the price is the lowest it is, and you get to use their distribution. Um, but I mean, we'll we'll see what they end up deciding. But even even if Amazon wins this case, right, there's, <laughs> they're just going to keep getting hit. And going back to the MGM thing, you know, I can't help but wonder: uh, is it worth it? Right? Because this is to your point about Amy Klobuchar; they're just attracting more and more scrutiny. Right? Like there was this whole large overall theme about how um you know the big tech companies aren't going to do they're going to, they're going to be scared because there's all this scrutiny they're not going to acquire anything they're just they're just going to sit quietly we've seen we saw that for a little bit um uh, mainly you know last year um but the, <laughs> like this is a perfect example of they're they're, they're perfectly happy to to see to push it and see what happens right um, Facebook has also been making acquisitions. Microsoft, Microsoft isn't un, under the same scrutiny, but it's been making acquisitions. Um, they're not, you know, if they're slowing down, it's it, it's not. They're, maybe they're slowing down, but they're definitely not stopping with the acquisitions. Um, and it, this is not even like a, it's not like Amazon acquired uh, like a little small startup, right? Um, to improve its, I don't know, uh, to pr- improve Alexa. This is this is an eight billion dollar, almost nine billion dollar acquisition in a completely different space. Um, which obviously they'll argue uh, they are, they do not dominate, but nonetheless, it's, it's, it's a, it's definitely a, a odd to see given all the antitrust. I do At least that's how I feel.
1: Well, I, it, let's, so this antitrust is, who knows where, where, how it will play out. I think, you know, they're all, uh, Amazon, if, if any of these lawsuits that are coming to place, you know wind up being a fine, which is basically a slap on the wrist right I mean Google's reportedly about to settle a fine uh, about an advertising fine with with france um, well they'll pay you know a few you know hundreds a hundred million dollars or whatever the the fine will be, which is pocket money for for google but the and they'll concede some to some demands which only applies to that country, so which means they can continue to do it elsewhere. Um, and, uh, until the until they get you know sued there, the antitrust is going to be the name of the game. But I think if you look at you know depending on the pro the high, uh, how high profile of that case is of that lawsuit is, you could find some interesting revelations with similar to what Apple and what was revealed from Apple's uh, antitrust uh, lawsuit brought against it by by Epic Games, right? Yeah. And so this this. You know this antitrust, uh, the the Washington D.C.'s uh, case against Amazon over their price fixing, uh, you know, or their, their price setting rather not really fixing per se is could be if if they come out and if there's stuff that's heard in court that's out in the public, we could see finally come to uh, understand like are they actually. You know, what is Amazon doing to help the small businesses? Cause you, you know, Jeff Bezos has been talking about this in, in, and to Congress. He said that publicly, uh, something to that effect, but it's, uh, or, or are they basically hindering, sabotaging these small businesses and third party, uh, retailers just so they can put out, sell more of the Amazon basic stuff, right? It's like, I can, I was looking for a fan the other day, uh, a while back and I'm on, on Amazon, I'm looking for fans for, for my place. And the first thing that shows, first thing in the list that shows up is something from Amazon basic. It's, and then, you know, right underneath it, were a bunch of like different fans from uh other merchants and so on and so forth. So is, is this, you know is this ethical or is this right is is this did, did amazon do anything illegal to to do it to figure the uh, to to do that i don't know but um the question remains if if washington dc's ag can actually make any of this public and it help reveal all this stuff to the public and then make a case against amazon that actually where the a judge or a jury actually rules against amazon um, and, but then again, it's like, where, what kind of, what are the possible implications there? You know, Andy Jassy coming and taken in, sure, he's going to be, you know, we're saying he's going to transform Amazon, you know, very similar to what Satya Nadella did. But really, it's like Satya Nadella didn't take over at a time really when Microsoft was going through antitrust uh, scrutiny, right? Yeah. You have Andy Jassy coming in, where Amazon's not only is already facing one, will be facing one antitrust uh, lawsuit, but possibly many, many more. Right, and you know this—that's the flavor of of tech uh, for the next few years. There's going to be a lot more antitrust lawsuits. Whether you know, Google's already been has is facing a litany from multiple, nearly nearly all all state aid attorney generals. Uh, attorneys general. Uh, then you also have Facebook that's facing, that's, that has faced uh, antitrust cases, but is also facing uh, more on, uh, 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 you know, before it. So, you know, and, and who knows who else is going to be part of, uh, you know, going to be incurring the I think for politicians and, and, and lawmakers and regulators, they're like, look, we're just, they're, I don't think they're afraid to to wield the antitrust hammer uh, and now I think they're just willing to, they're going to drop it, drop it down and say, look, we, we think there's something wrong. We need to hold you accountable. Uh, and whatever it, it comes out of it. I mean, if the, the least, um, the least that we can expect from it are, are so, uh, some, a better understanding of what happens inside these companies to, to, to help, to, to have them operate.
0: Yeah. And so, and then the other thing that Jesse's gonna, the other challenge that Jesse's going to have is. This constant, um, you know, not the best, let's say, treatment of of well, warehouse workers, um, and obviously all the unionization movements. Um, obviously, the Amazon won in Bessemer, Alabama, but that's you know that's just the first of many. Um, it- Emil,
1: Emil, you you seem you seem very stressed, uh, worked up about this. I think you should go into this little booth that's that's in it that's in the middle of a warehouse and just you know reclaim your mental health
0: <laughs> yeah that's exactly what i was going to bring up i'll watch some some amazon uh propaganda videos that will help me relax you know instead instead of <laughs> like i don't know sending workers outside and giving them a proper break where they can look at some nature let's watch uh some so i don't know what these videos are but let's watch some nature on a screen in an enclosed uh telephone booth like structure <laughs>
1: it, it'll be available on on amazon prime video which they will need to pay for in order to access so uh but uh no so i think it's, for those that aren't aware because obviously we're this we're kind of they kind of jumped into this um there is a there's a story on vice um that uh, i think was yesterday what what is what, what is with yesterday being all about Amazon news? Like I, like Amazon just kind of just spit out all this stuff all yes like midweek right, and so so apparently there's these uh, booths that are like telephone booths called and and it's the most weird. It's like a crazy
0: name for it. What is it called like Ama? Um, uh, just a- Amazon a- with with an e at the uh, at the end as opposed to an, an o. So a- Amazon. Word.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. There you go, Amazon. Yeah. So it's like this. It's all about this mental health and wellness. Like, okay. First of all, on one hand, kudos to to Amazon for Amazon, which also makes it sound like it's MSN. So I'm like, really? So are we are we are we still doing that MSN type of thing? I don't know. Uh, but you, you, to to I think it's like really that's the least that you're going to the least bit of effort you're going to put forth, Amazon in spite of all this other stuff that all this, you know, criticism that's been levied on you in terms of how you treat your warehouse employees, right. Uh, and delivery drivers, right. You We already know that you're having them, uh, pee, uh, you know, they can't take breaks. They're being forced to pee in bottles and which is, de- there's definitely proof of that. And contrary to uh, Amazon's, uh, you know, PR spin to it. Um, and we know that you've, you've, you know, You've successfully you won one round of the unionization battle in Bessemer, Alabama, though that is being contested in court based off of uh, the tactics that that Amazon allegedly used to to move a mailbox uh, where where workers could submit um, their 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 decid- their ballots for whether they want to unionize or not. Um, and then so, and there's a lot of more criticism being, uh, about how workers in their warehouses are being treated, not, you know, not in breaks, people break, you know, collapsing and, you know, mental health and all this other stuff. And so the least that Amazon's doing, let's put a thing that looks like a porta, a, a decorated porta potty with, with that's, you know, Amazon-y branded.
0: And you can go in there in literally in the middle of a warehouse. I mean, honest, honestly, and, like and the porta potty would be, I think, more useful given their issues like given the, the all the reports of some workers having to wear That's having to wear diapers like give people a proper break time and make them like if if it's such a you know if it's so hard to go all the way to the bathroom because these warehouses are massive of course and that cuts into people's time so much and you're not going to give them proper breaks then at least put a toilet in the middle of the like put a porta potty in the middle of the warehouse it's better than the zen thing um just from a if, if there <laughs> like, were, if, from a relief perspective yeah. If they're worried about this, like, can't,
1: can't, shouldn't Amazon just build like porta potty robots, right? If they're talking about automation, like if I can't leave this, my workstation to relieve myself, can I, can you send a robot over with <laughs> that's with this in this booth that I can just hop in for and without walking across this thing and potentially getting killed by this wandering robot. I, mean, like, I hope that's not the solution. I mean, <laughs> no, no, it's not definitely not the solution. Like, I mean, Talking about we're talking low hanging fruit here, like the absolute like I just kind of want to, you know, say I did something but didn't really. No, do I mean, it, it's right.
0: so, so like it, the idea of you know giving people mindfulness videos and resources is not bad per se. It's just that it's it's so it's wild to me that it got so far. Like it's one thing if if this was invented by some Amazon employee, um, that's cool. But the fact that they got to the point where it's literally being rolled out on the warehouse floor and you know amazon and not even just like in some random warehouse as a test trial but like amazon pr decided to run with this like think of all the people and all the management and all the checks and balances that this had to go through to not be immediately you know called out for (laughs) like no one no one raised the, the flag and said hey maybe we should focus on our other issues first before rolling something like this out to deal with uh worker stress like no one thought that maybe well, we should fix fix it so that we no longer have employees being in bottles and defecating in bags, which we know is a thing, and we have tons of documentation showing it's a thing, and we deny it to the press, but then we admit it when they call us out. Like, no one thought that, hey, let's, let's do a straight-up priority list and put this Amazon thing uh, at the bottom of the list and let's knock out some of these bigger issues. <laughs> like, it's, it's just well, wild well, mind blowing. I mean,
1: I, I mean, think about this. This is how I equate it. Like, okay, first of all, you're under incredible stress, you know, working at a, at a warehouse. Look, I, like there could be, there, there's a lot of benefits that Amazon gives to, to to its workers, and you know, it is decent-ish pay, right? And of course, there's a lot more we, as we talked about, that Amazon could be doing for for its workers. Um, the, there's a lot of stuff, you know, they're they're frontline workers. They need to be treated with respect, and everything like that. But there's no, but all, amount of all that, plus the, with the pandemic and everything else that's going on, you know, they're they're pushed. These workers are pushed to the brink, and so their their bodies are are, are, this, are, are just like, stressed out to no belief, to to no end, and 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 so they, and obviously they need the right they need the help that they that they deserve. So Amazon's solution. And I, I, I don't hope I hope this is not the last only solution. No, no have, not. Is to put is to put this, quote, mindful practice room in the middle of this warehouse, this warehouse where they've where, which is the source of their uh, their stress and their anxiety, uh, whatever mental health problems might be. And then you're going to go in there for X number for however long to to kind of center yourself or whatever, then you're going to go back, open that door and you're going to be right back into the thick of yeah, it. Mean, like, so does that actually make sense? Let's,
0: let's assume that these videos work and that they're great and like they're the best of the best and like this booth would actually help people. Let's, let's assume that all is well. You know, they did their research and they tested it all out. Can, how easy is it for someone to actually properly relax? knowing that they're physically still in the place that stresses them out, you know, like, yes, they're in a booth, but that booth is within the warehouse. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like right. how I mean, much it's, of like, it's, 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 it's,
1: a, it's a, hallucinate? It's a, it's a false, it's a, it's false hope. And that's what I'm saying. Cause it's like, imagine, and this is, this is an extreme example, but it's like saying, Hey, you're in, in a war zone in, I don't know where, like you're, you're just in a war zone, right? I, I'm not going to get political. Answers, but You're in a war zone. You've, there's a lot of people. You're, it's obviously high stress. And in order to, to reclaim yourself, you go into this booth. You're like, okay, I'm back. At, um, I'm calm. I'm now back. I, I feel I'm, I'm better. And you open that door and you're right back in this war zone. Like how much healing is that actually going to have?
0: I mean, it, let, let's say it did. I just feel like there's there must be a period of time where it takes you to completely disconnect and then reconnect and, like, your break's over, right? Like, just trying to get into whatever zone if you're still physically in the place. Anyway, I, I, I think we, we drove the point home. Uh, I did want to also talk about Facebook. Um, Never heard of mainly, it. Mainly, <laughs> mainly because uh, I think what they've been up to kind of touches on, you know, the world's biggest democracy, aka India. Um, because India, this week, I don't know too much about the law, but they did release or pass or, or rather, I think the law passed in February. Uh, but the law went into effect. The uh, personal data protection. Which mainly targets social networks. Um, And, you know, Facebook and Twitter were affected in in a few ways. Um, Twitter's offices have been, they weren't necessarily raided, but they, they received a visit from the police. Yeah, I love, uh, I love how you're, how 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 gentle you are with
1: those words. They were they received a a, a visit from a special squad of, of police <laughs> officers from from the new del from uh, New Delhi. Yeah, I'm
0: pretty sure well, that it's like. I mean, I feel like so. I feel like I sh- I should be fair, just because "rated" kind of implies that you know documents were seized and laptops were 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 taken. Um, they didn't do anything like that, right? Like they kind of just was, it was, showed up it, was and, and it was. Twitter calls them. it.
1: Twitter calls it a. a they were. It was a, 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 a an effort to intimidate, right? Uh, yeah. Intimidate a tw- company to do this. They have all. Tw- the, uh, India's government has also threatened to jail these employees if they don't abide by this. Now, look. Here's the the thing is, like the whole the point of this of this uh, regulation, from from what I understand, is to is they want. Uh, India's government wants the social media companies to to have compliance officers that ensures that these companies are moderating content, right? And 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 it's all it's, critics are saying, hey, this is all an effort to silence to censor. Uh, 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 those that are opposed to, to, uh, Narendra Modi's, uh, um, uh, government regime, it, it, reg, uh, regime? you, you call it regime. I call it a government. <laughs> you're, you're not want to say raid. I'm want to say raid. Like, come on, like it, it, potato potato, you know, it is, you know, however you choose your own words based on that. Right. But, uh, administration, whatever, but, but the, so, so Twitter's like, no no no, we ain't doing this cuz you know we're we're not going to silence we're not going to uh, uh, boot off journalists uh but yet they kind of booted off other people, right? And then uh WhatsApp's like no, we're not going to do this. Uh well, what's up is what well, first of all WhatsApp's whole thing is around like um their new privacy policy, right? Which is like uh, will they do something, won't they do something? Accept this privacy policy, but no, we're not going to do this. And India's going fighting back with it. So WhatsApp decides to sue. And so the whole point of what you're talking about with Facebook is WhatsApp filed a lawsuit against India, right? And against the India's government over this whole thing, right? This privacy policy and everything like that. So you know, this, this, whatever we talk about it's right, in, in the big thing with India and tech is this IT rule, this compliance officer rule. Um, that is, in impacting, impacting a bunch of people. Now, there was an article, I think, that was published, I think, today, if I remember correctly, uh, which says that, um, there's that,
0: let me just look it up right now. Are you talking about, oh, uh, Matt Manish's piece?
1: Yes. Yeah. So, uh, TechCrunch, uh, has, a, has sources tell TechCrunch, Google, Facebook, Telegram, LinkedIn, ShareChat, and Co, Co, co- I'm going to say Co – um, have, partially complied with this IT rule, this compliance officer, uh, you know, content moderation rule. Um, Twitter has yet to do it. So Facebook is kind of acquiesced to it. Like, okay, we're going to do, you know, we'll follow suit with that. Right.
0: Yeah. They're um, telling the line and are right? like, it's, it's not different than, you know, these companies, um, trying to make things work in China or in Russia, India is going through the same thing. It's just, you know, it's, it's a little, painful to watch, given that India is, again, the world's largest democracy, whatever, however we define democracy in, in this, in this, in these last few years. Um, yeah.
1: I mean, it's I don't just, see- it's
0: really painful. Like, and, and yeah, the reason I, I thought it was notable this week is, um, so yes, you're right. This has been ongoing, right? India has been pushing these companies around uh, for, you know, for, in some cases for valid reasons and other cases for less valid reasons. Um, But I think it really boiled over now because, you know, when's the last time you saw a big tech company sue um, a foreign government, uh, claiming that that government is breaking its own laws? Right, like we companies, uh, big tech especially sues you know some parts of the U.S. government here and there when it makes sense or in a specific jurisdiction. Um, But suing a foreign government, you know, that that's a very bold step. And so they're, they're really pushing back against this law. And I find that interesting given that, you know, TikTok was banned in India. So it's, it's, that could happen. I, I don't think it will, but you know, if you had asked me before TikTok got banned in India and all the TikTok clones took off there, would TikTok get banned? I would have also told you like, yeah, that's unlikely. Um, so I'm, I'm wondering if we're going down that path, wherein, um, you know, we we see not just the TikTok clones, but the Facebook, the Twitter, maybe even the YouTube clones, um win out in India because um big tech starts getting banned in the country and that again, that's the you know, it's the world's second largest market. Um, really the first given how closed off China is. Um a huge English speaking user base, like it's a very lucrative, let's say uh market to these to to big tech.
1: Oh yeah, no I I think you're right. And and India is uh, uh, something you don't want necessarily I don't necessarily want to uh to retreat from. Um I mean it's like if you can get like if if going into China is a, a, a gold mine in terms of potential for growth like India's the second one, right? Because you're obviously you've you've taken over the US so what where else are you gonna go now in terms of uh potential growth in users? That's gonna be India and uh and China, right? Um but but let's not also forget that the world is becoming more fragmented in terms of the internet, right? Yeah, no, the splinternet. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> the splinternet, yeah. I mean we we got we joke about it it's like okay, we 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 assume that there's one internet, right? Which is never the case. Like, there's the world, we're, we're not like one people type of thing where it's like, okay, we're, we all share the same things and nothing, you know, we're not going to, you know, have, there's one rule to, to one set of rules to, to govern the internet. No, that's never really the case. Every country is, is, has its, sets its own rules for its part of, of, of the world. And of course, yeah. the, 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 you know, you had the U S you had the, U.S. version of, which covered most of the world. And then you had China, right? China is very isolated. And then you have, then now Russia has its own thing. Iran has its own thing. North Korea, who the heck knows if North Korea has the internet? Um, then now India is, is starting to, it has, is, is, you're starting to see more of their, of their, uh, uh walled internet type of thing going up too. So you're, you're the, all that, the problem with these and with the with these tech companies now and this is something i don't think many people really foresaw and they figured hey we're gonna we're gonna uh, uh set up a, a company on the internet and it'll be available everywhere i don't have to worry about this you know geographic uh uh international governance type of thing it's like it's just gonna be everywhere. it's like i'm gonna i'm gonna open up uh start a start of a, uh a cooking uh app and it'll be available everywhere i don't have to care if if you know you know, having to be a worry about it not being available in India or Australia or whatever. Now these tech companies are so massive. It's like they're, they're countries on unto themselves, largely in terms of their user base. Like Facebook has billions and billions and billions of people, which is more than uh, most countries combined. And now they have to tread carefully in terms of like, okay, where do we do? Can we like, is our policy for WhatsApp? Is that going to be, is that, you know, they can't necessarily assume that that policy is going to work for everybody, you know, for all countries. And then that's why you see pushback for, for WhatsApp in India. Um, and then you see that, you know, the the news type of news content stuff that you see that, that pushback in in Australia and then in France and, and, and other places. But then you also see the unwieldy power that these big tech companies have. And it's like, hey, we, if they don't get their way. Fine. We're going to take our ball and we're going to go home, and they're going to pull out of these countries, right? Even temporarily, it could have some impact, both on both sides. So, I mean, it's it's a
0: pretty bizarre world that we live in. Yeah. So, so on that point, on um, you know the splinter net, um, to, to be honest, like there are countries that that are very much in favor of it, right? That's exactly what they're trying to do. They're not. They're not just kind of hoping it happens. They're very actively pushing it. Um, so Facebook also this week uh, released some informa- some some data showing that Russia is still the largest producer of disinformation. Um, that's based on the company's takedowns of of various content uh, over the past three years. Although it should be noted that uh, in the top five, there were, the other four countries in the top five were Iran, Myanmar, the U.S. And Ukraine. Um, so, you know, just, just for some context, it's not just the, you know, these are the bad countries and, and, and we're over here on the side doing just fine. Um,
1: well, at least we can say we're not number one, right? Like, we're not number one. <laughs> we're not number one.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and then speaking of disinformation, they also said that they would, uh, you know, try to reduce the distribution of, of, of posts that have been fact-checked. Uh, and found to be, you know, basically... The, the individuals,
1: the, the accounts themselves, right? This is the first time that they're, they're focusing on the personal accounts, the individual accounts, right? Yeah, if, I just, I just are... find it
0: super hard to believe, right? Because like, so much of these posts end up, you know, taking off, and by the time they get fact-checked, um, I, I would love to see evidence of what they're claiming and that if someone gets fact-checked, just who knows how many number of times, because they obviously didn't say um, their reach declines um, because they keep spreading this information, but I feel like even getting to the point of you know a few fact checks, the fact checks always happen you know once the the disinformation has already spread far and wide and been you know even spread not just with the share button and the like button, but like screenshotted, copied and pasted, gone way beyond the original Facebook post or the Instagram post. And so I I I mean I'm just maybe I'm maybe I'm exaggerating here, but I, I kind of feel like this is this is a lot of hand waving uh on facebook trust part. trust the ai okay it's
1: you, you we're talking about trust the science for covid you have to trust the ai for facebook okay the ai will solve everything But if you look at what what mark zuckerberg has been saying for years to to congress like what they, what facebook clearly needs is more ai in order to fix that, all this problem right it's not you know it's not more Content moderation or, or anything like that. It's all about AI. And I joke because like, look, it's this, you're right. This is is all very much hand waving. Um, over time, Facebook could get it right. Um, but it's like, are they necessarily going to get it on the get it correct on the first go? Probably not. And, but they know they probably have a bunch of data points somewhere in their servers, uh, in their database where like, Hey, Emil has been Flagged a couple times uh, for spreading this this thing about you know you know Canada having superior hockey teams, uh, and so now we have this policy in place. So now we can slow the spread of his of of, 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 of slow the reach of his uh, of his post. So he can no longer spout out that Canadian hockey is better than American <laughs> hockey. <laughs> Yes. I, I'm picking a fight. I mean, I know you're more with the, with the football side, Emil, but I, I just can't go there right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. All right.
0: Um, I mean, I wanted to talk about a lot, a lot more of this, but we're, we're on the hour. So I think we should end it here. Obviously I will address the various technical issues that I had at the beginning. and We'll get this out further. Um, but in case the recording somehow worked, although I really doubt it at this point. Um, yeah. Anything you want to plug, Ken? The 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 creator stuff you did at the beginning, maybe. Well, uh, sure. Well, thank you very much for that,
1: Emil. And always great to, to chat with you. Um, yeah. If you guys want to keep in touch with me, uh, follow me on Twitter, and uh, be sure to tune in on Wednesdays uh, at two p.m. Pacific uh, to my show, The Created Economy, uh, that I host with uh, my friend Greg Narain. Um It airs on. We're doing it on Twitter Spaces, on Clubhouse, YouTube, uh, Twitch, um, and LinkedIn and Facebook as well. So, uh, just for more information about the show, uh, go to createdeconomy.com. Awesome,
0: and uh, yeah, Twitter uh, Ken's Twitter handle is at the Ken Young. Mine is at epro, and we'll try this again next week. Have a good long weekend for those celebrating, and if you're hearing this. Um, on a podcast app, then the recording somehow magically worked. So awesome. But uh, if you're not, well, then you're not. And either way, talk next week. Thank you. Bye-bye.